welcome to episode five of NBCHS Over Coffee. I am so excited today to have our special guest, Norma Fiddler. Uh, Norma is one of our, our fantastic EAs at the school, and uh, I am excited to have you on. This is going to be uh, this is going to be a treat. Uh, first time I met Norma. That's a great question. I probably was at one of our like PD events just because I know you've worked mostly in the grade 7, 8 area yes. and I've been more in the high school like grade 10, 11, 9, 10, 11, 12 I guess mm-hmm. in my time at MBCHS. Um, so it was probably one of the PDs that we first met I would say and one of the things that probably still uh, impresses me about you even at our PD events where we're probably together the most is whenever you contribute to the conversation Norma you do it with passion and and a conviction I feel like and I sense that and feel that and I just appreciate that you can't you can't uh, deny when somebody (laughs) speaks with passion and conviction and from uh, the perspective that you have and the experiences that you've had uh, when you do that it's it's awesome and it always adds just uh, a richness to our conversation so thank you for doing that thank you thank you for being you you. for having me (laughs) our pleasure Okay, how long have you been at MBCHS now? Well, I started there as a casual in 2019. Okay. Yeah, and uh, have been there every day since. Okay, fantastic. Minus You're the summer. <laughs> perfect attendance, but you weren't perfect there in the summer. That's, there. <laughs> That's the one. Where do you usually spend your summers? Uh, at home. Okay. Yeah, I don't do too much. You're not... I mean, uh, I'm not a person that goes out and... Not the beach? No. Okay, just thought I would check. <laughs> okay, so 2019, fantastic. Uh, so a few years into into your time at MBCHS. Yes. Um, what was, uh, have you worked at schools previous to that? Or tell us a little bit about your work journey leading up to the comp 2019. Okay, well, uh, my work journey, it's probably one of the m- most m- memorable ones would be uh, when I've worked with SAS, the current gaming. So I worked there for uh, uh, quite a, almost seven years. And uh, with that, that was a, 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 it was an eye opener. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. Was this the seven years previous to coming to the conference? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that was in the Battlefords here? Yes. Okay. What and was your role with Saskatoon and Gaming? I was a uh, customer service representative there. Okay. Yes. And I, uh, did liquor license and okay yes excellent so and and they have an office here in town and yes they do they have actually I worked right in the retail store okay yeah so that's what I did I worked right in the retail store okay excellent for liquor and, gaming. and customer service yes fantastic and I really enjoy customer service okay that's that's awesome I guess yeah. that that makes some sense too I think mm-hmm. uh, learning that a little bit about you and then uh, prior to that like what have been some of your jobs even leading up to oh gosh to that you can go way you're making me think i know this (laughs) this is good (laughs) this is good i've done a lot of things i i can remember going just being a young kid like 12 years old okay um just doing something for money so we went to work at this mushroom or onion farm it was an onion farm a mayfair farmers it was called okay uh, so that's what i did we uh put seven onions, seven to ten onions together, green onions, and okay. we wrap them and package it. So that was, 
it was like piecework. Okay. This is Mayfair. Mayfair Food. Uh, Mayfair, it was a company okay. in Manitoba that I worked oh, okay, for. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking Mayfair, Saskatchewan, because oh, I no. was teaching in Halford, so we know a no. little bit about Mayfair, Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is in Manitoba. Yes. Okay, and so this might be a good bit of a transition. So tell us then where you're from, uh, Norma, originally. I'm originally from a small French community called St. Lazare, Manitoba. Okay, and whereabouts, like in, uh, if you had to draw a little star in Manitoba, which area of Manitoba? Uh, it would be one? southern, uh, um, oh my gosh, you're thinking here. Um, <laughs> closer to the Saskatchewan border. Okay. In southern Manitoba. Okay. Okay. Somewhat. Sounds good. And so you're born in St. Lazar? Uh, yes. Okay, and then. Uh, and then we moved to Portage of Prairie. Okay. And, yeah, and then, so from going from a French speaking all the time okay. to going into an English speaking school was a big transition for me. Okay, so St. Lazare is pretty much just French. Yeah, French community. straight French, uh, Machif language, which is okay. also the, that's my, that's who I am. Okay. I'm, I'm a Métis, I'm a Chif okay. from Manitoba. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And so that's, yeah, so we spoke uh, the Machif language. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how old were you when you moved from St. Lazare to Portage? I was in grade three. Okay. So, yeah, it was a grade, in grade three we moved to Portage of Prairie. And okay. And so in your, what was your, uh, what was your, I guess, home life like? Who was, who was, uh, who was at home for you? What was, how many, do you have any siblings? Uh, uh, yes. We had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have more than, than Jenny? Jenny? Jenny, well, Jenny beat me, I think, by one. I think okay. she had ten, right? Yes, Jenny yes. had ten. And nine. You have mom. nine in yeah. your family. Wow. Yeah, nine of us. Okay, and, and where are you in the order of the number nine? Five. Number five. Number yeah. five. Right in the middle. Okay, and do you know, like, the age span between nine and ninth uh, and one? one? Uh, there's probably... From the youngest to the oldest? Yeah. Uh, I would say there's, oh my gosh, probably about 20 years difference okay. from the youngest to the oldest. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and so growing up, what was it like growing up with, with uh, eight other siblings? Uh, it, was, it was actually pretty, it was actually a good time. Okay. It was a good time, and it also was... Uh, there's a lot of hand-me-downs, <laughs> but you know, like it was uh, coming from a big family and my mom was, a, she was a single mother. So okay. with that being said, there was a lot of challenges and a lot of going with, like, you know, going without stuff, you know, but, sure. but we did, we managed to, to survive and sure. here we are, right yeah. here I am. So single mom, nine, nine yes. kids, and then what did your mom do did she have a job outside the home well my mom did whatever she could to bring any money like so okay. it was mostly she did a lot of cleaning okay. um because it just a small community there's nothing there like with a small community that there's really no nothing sustainable there to keep you there right sure. because it's so small sure. and there's no so basically doing whatever she could do yeah, to, what, what would be the population of St. Lazar about? Back then, yeah. I would probably say uh, probably under 500. Okay. Yeah, and, and right now the population there I think is under 200. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so sure. it's, uh, it's getting small, but I want to go back. Yeah. I do, I want to go back home. That would be excellent. Okay, 
Um, and so what was your school experience like then from, from K to three or preschool? K to three? three, it was a good experience. Uh, we were taught by nuns and uh, that was that was that way. It was, um, so it was a Catholic school? Catholic school, Roman Catholic. French Catholic or, yeah? Roman Catholic school, yeah. Was it considered a residential school? No, it wasn't. Okay. No. And was that just, I guess, uh, just or a, Not even a day school. It was not okay. even considered a day school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, should it have been or was it like a... Well, I think in my heart of hearts that it should have been. Okay. But, yeah. And when I went back home and like I was telling the they had ripped down the convent there and okay. it was like I just couldn't believe they did that. Like it's gone. Like sure. and that was the location where you had school? Yeah, like okay. so the school is still there but the okay. convent is not there. Oh, okay. Anymore. It okay. was just right next door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. it's it's kinda like just been erased, I guess maybe is a feeling. I or, guess. That's yeah. what it seems like. It, to yeah. me anyways, I felt like I just when I seen that I just I just felt, I don't know. I don't know how to, it just was disheartening, I guess, just to see that they took that out of there. Sure. I don't know why, what the reasoning was, but. Yeah. So would you consider that, that K to three experience uh, positive or negative? Where on oh, the spectrum? It was, a, it was a good, it was a good experience because then they were starting to hire like um, regular teachers coming to the school. Okay. So I, yeah, I remember my, Great two teacher, her name was Madame Huberdeau. Okay. Yeah, so, and we just connected like the last couple months. So, yeah, so a blast from the past, like she was my grade two teacher. Okay. And yeah, she's. Okay. So it was a good experience. Yes, it was a good experience. It wasn't nothing, you know, it was just that we were to speak French and that was the only language you could speak in school. So, like, okay. it was just those things, like, yeah. you know, that we have to. So there wasn't any Michif? Taught in school? No, my chip taught in school. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Uh, and you, can you speak French still to this I day? can still speak French, but not like I used to. Sure. It's because uh, okay. I don't speak to anybody here. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to speak to me, that's for sure. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, and then, okay, from Portage then, um, now you're grade four about when you are uh, entering? Yeah, or grade three, three. four. Yeah, three, okay. four. Yeah. Okay, and so um, what was school like for you when you moved to, uh, to Portage? It was a big adjustment. Like it was. How much, of, how much bigger of a town or city is Portage? Oh, there's then? probably like 20,000 more people Okay, there so than, a city, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, it's just like the visions I had when we were going up to this, to Portage, like it was like, you know, people say, you know, you've got to watch out, you know, sure. you're going to a big city. And yeah. And Portage is the size of North Balfour. Okay. So sure. that's, uh, but um, what was that question again? So just ask what school experience was like for you kind of when you started. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. So school was, school was school. School was good. It was, yeah. uh, it was just basically the, even though we weren't allowed to speak English, like we were supposed to speak French at all times. Okay. So this is important. This I'm sorry. I'm going Same, back sorry. again. Gotcha. You see yeah. this? Okay. Yep. I'm going back. No, no. <laughs> we're, we're tracking. We're tracking. So we weren't allowed to speak. Uh, we were supposed to speak French on the playground at all times. Whenever you were at school, you spoke French. If okay. you didn't, if you were caught, then you'd get sent to the office or whatever. Yeah. So anyways, as I'm speaking, uh, so when we went to move to Portage, like I could speak English nor like, you know, yeah. but it was, I was comfortable, right? Sure. Because I didn't have to uh, t 
talk French all the yeah, time and I totally. wanted to speak English with my English speaking whoever. Yeah. And um <clears throat> Oh, it's all, all good. I'm lost. Sorry. No, no, no worries. <laughs> You're gonna um, have to cut this one. No. Uh, so, in English speaking. Um, uh, yeah. So, it, it, what I found was hard to to translate from the French language to the English language. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that was. Did you find you struggled in school because oh, of the language? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I struggled. Yeah, and. With, and what role did uh, Mitchif have now that you moved to Portage? Was it more like, did you speak just Mitchif at home? Or no, you spoke we, spo at home? we got to speak any language, like we got to speak English, French, Mitchif. Like, so Mitchif okay. is a mixture of French and Cree language. Okay. So, and even I didn't even realize that I spoke Mitchif. Okay. Because I spoke it. Sure. I, I, you know, it just I, was what it was. It was yeah. just the yeah. natural language. Sure. Right? So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, positive, positive experiences of Portage as well? through oh, yeah. your school career oh yeah there was there was some good and there was bad right there's yeah. all there's a little bit of everything when you're going to school so sure yeah was there any um teachers that stuck out to you as as uh in in that positive way as yeah my one? grade three teacher okay yeah you peggy, mentioned yeah peggy Kerwin. okay okay yeah because she i she must have just you know, pro she probably seen it in me as, as I was struggling, right? So sure. she just, she paid a little extra attention to me, okay. you know, in a, in a good way. Like, you know, she was always like, you know, are you sure are you okay? Are you, do you understand? Do you, so that just being and, and feeling yeah. good, you know, feeling good that somebody really cared about in me learning. Yeah. yeah. Just feeling seen. Yes. Maybe a little understood too by yes. her. Um, that you understand the difference that makes and obviously oh, first for hand, sure so yeah okay yeah. well that's uh, excellent um and uh so then now into uh through portage and into high school i guess mm -hmm. what uh what was life like then when you were when you were finished school where did you go into what, what were your uh well what, what were you doing at, at that point well i decided to leave school early okay yeah so i i and i quit school in grade 10 okay yeah Okay. So then then I just started working. So okay. I just worked and then I moved here in 1988. Okay. Yeah. And had two children. Okay. I don't know where you want to go with this. No, no, absolutely. How long after you had left school um, did you move uh, here? Three years, not even three years. Okay, so fairly quick after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, moved here and... Uh, you said, and how long after did you have your children from uh, from this timeline? I guess. I had my son in 1990. Okay. Yeah, my first child in 1990. Okay, excellent. And uh, and then she had two kids altogether. Yes. Okay. And where are they now in the world? They're actually both here in North Battleford. Okay, excellent. Yes. Yeah, they're both here in Battlefords. Okay. And uh, it's good, so you get to see them quite a bit. And yes. Excellent. Sometimes too much. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they might be listening, so we might. Have well, to they will be. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, when? When you were? Um, I guess what? What did you have as far as uh, a question I've asked in previous podcasts? Is you know what did what did ten year old Norma in this case want to be dream about when she grew up or wanted to be when she grew up? What were some of those thoughts for you when you were younger? What What was something that you dreamed about? 
I wanted to be a police officer. That's what was my, I, I really wanted to be a police officer. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. What were maybe some of the motivations for that? I don't know, just that I knew they always helped. And, you know, they always came to the rescue uh, at that age, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. at that age it was, uh, and yeah. So I just felt that if I can make somebody, and I don't know if it's just something that was, it's, uh, yeah, I wanted to be a police officer. That's what I wanted to be. And then a teacher. Sure. So I'm, I'm sensing a theme of, of helping yes. with you, Norma. I'm a helper. <laughs> yeah, not only can we see that firsthand <laughs> at school, but just even even connecting some of these, these yeah. dots that you've talked about. So yeah. that's, okay, it's, it's uh, coming to a bit of an understanding with that here. Okay. Um, it, well, uh, yeah, it, it's like to me, being at the conf is about, uh, it's helping the underdogs. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, sure. like being an underdog. Yeah. And the ones that are just, forgotten about or you know cover their face with their hair or you know the ones that are oh you could talk to her but they're not going to say anything yeah you know like yeah. you try every day you yeah. know and then finally sure <laughs> you know it's just like so like that's my passion sure is the underdog if okay. that makes sense okay sounds that sounds awesome and i think i can see that in the work that you do uh, in uh, the Rainbow Hallway and, yeah. and everywhere else at school as well. And, <laughs> and I think it comes out, remember I mentioned at the start too, of just when you when you speak up in those staff dialogues, there's there's some passion, there's some conviction, there's some, yeah. there's, some uh, there's some edge to that in a good way. Um, and, and I think it, it all, it all ties into that mm -hmm. as, being, as being a motivator. Okay, let's say that uh, it was mandatory. We hope we hope this never happens in real life. But let's say it was mandatory at a certain time frame to transition from the comp somewhere else. What would be your, what would you consider to be your your like dream job? Your well, next in line, whatever. I would like to uh, open up some holistic place. Okay. Yeah. Like with a uh, just a place where. Um, we look after each other. Uh, uh, it could be. I just find that there's so much uh, things that don't happen because we don't include um, community members. Mm -hmm. We're always so busy including the people with the the paper, the letters. You know, like the letters behind their name. Um, but just to have like a, a grassroots place where children. Um, elders, uh, anybody who can, like, just uh, basically raising your own, like, uh, because I find that there's too much of uh, people getting sent other places sure. for help or sure. things yeah. that they need when it could happen right here. Like, it, it, I see, I've been seeing this vision for years. I just need investors. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. So this is something that's been on your mind for yeah. a while. Then. Sure. Yeah. So it would be almost, would it be like a retreat kind of based thing? Uh, it would be uh, somewhat, but also a home. Like, like a live-in. Like a live-in yeah. home okay. or uh, just a, yeah. And you're thinking uh, inst instead of sending people away to get whatever support, keeping them here and 
um, in the community and sure. and wor working with the community like uh, for sure I, I get this I guess uh, a picture of, of just like a you know a plant and, and the kind of you're working the soil right here to, to see that plant uh, succeed yeah. and working up that soil right, yeah. right where it is so excellent well maybe maybe it'll ha I've been on your oh, mind for a while it has been but I'm a <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it has been on my mind for a while. I, I have a, I, I just, it's, it's going to be a lot of work to get something like that on, off the, you know, yeah. off and running. But, sure. Uh, yeah. It's just a, it's a dream, and it costs nothing to dream. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely, it costs yeah. nothing to dream. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's fantastic. Okay, uh, let's um, talk a bit about specifically about your work at at, at NBCHS. Um, whose room are you are you scheduled in right now? Mrs. Gorlami. Okay. I hope I said that right, <laughs> and I struggle with it, so I usually just say Mrs. G. Sounds great, Mrs. G. And Mrs. G just came to us. Yes, she uh, did. Very recently, so that's yes. that's excellent. Um, and uh, what is it about uh, Grade Seven that you enjoy working about uh, working working with them? With Grade Seven, uh, well, it's a very new uh, class addition to the comp, isn't it? Yeah. It, it just like yeah. the last seven years. For sure. Something like that? Probably, yeah. Good question when the comp first got grade seven, but yeah. probably in that time frame, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, seven, grade seven is a hard, hard, a hard year because you're, you know, you're learning and you, there's, it's a big school and, yeah. and yeah, I, I think I'm, I, mean, I like grade seven because I know what it's like to, because um, I failed grade seven. Okay. Okay, this yeah. is in Portage. Yes. Okay, and uh, like I feel like how how cool is that? It is so cool. How cool <laughs> is that? Uh, you have a grade that you were held back in, and now you are a direct support in a grade seven room as an educational assistant. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And so, it, does that add to the? It to just the it just kind there? of like uh, I remember grade seven and how. Like you're just trying to find yourself, and you're just trying to, you know. Um, there's so many opportunities. Like, you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of other things going on. Yeah. So it could be scary, and and you can just feel all alone at the same time. Like it's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm telling you, it's so different from when I was in grade Yeah. <laughs> like it's just changed. Like you know. Sure. Do you feel like you're able to see, uh, obviously, you know, a setback of being held back in grade seven? But do you feel like you're able to really see maybe a bit of the advantage? Like, do you consider the advantage see, now? Yes, uh, yeah. uh, not uh, well. Yeah, I guess. But uh, when you see, when I see a student just sitting there, and not wanting to engage in the class and mm -hmm. dreaming, sure. you know, and would like to be somewhere else than here and. So I kind of hop into their dream with them and, you know, like, yeah. uh, it's like, hey, what's going on? Um, try to get them to focus, yeah. trying to get them back engaged. And if not, then we know what, we're going to talk about what's going on. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what's important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think those experiences you've had of, um, and you mentioned your uh, previous teacher, grade three or grade four, who, who kind of saw you yeah. in that moment and, and just spent that little extra time yeah. just making sure you knew that, that they cared about you and 
that is a motivator. Some other motivators have experienced that kind of culminate in, in uh, yeah. what maybe motivates you now as, as being in a grade seven classroom. So that's, that's really cool, really cool. Um, what would be, I know you maybe touched about this on, on this a little bit already, but what would you say are some of the, like those core values that you carry with you that you want to, through the work that you do, want to communicate to students or hope that you communicate to students? The main is, for me, is to treat others, to treat others the way I would want to be treated, to, to, to go on their level, to, to just to be kind. Uh, I mean, I can be kind. Like, it's so easy to be kind. Yeah. It's harder to be angry, I, I think. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, that's excellent. That's what that's I'm good. thinking there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sure. Just just shifting gears a, l a little tiny bit here mm -hmm. in your time at MBCHS um, since since 2019. What do you think is? Uh, do you have like a a crazy story from working with with kids? Something crazy that you maybe thought that nah, that just happened? Did I just experience that? Or, or kind of what is going on? Those kind of moments working with the students or walking into a classroom, you know, at lunchtime or just a crazy kind of classroom management story. Not off the top of my head. Okay, it's been pretty tame in the grade grade seven wing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't. There's been so many. Every day is an adventure. Yeah. And you know, I think that's why I like grade seven. Yeah. I you know can, because it's always there's always something, there's always something happening. There's always, you know, you're not you're not doing the same thing every day. If you know what I mean. Sure. Like, uh, there's always something, and yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's what grade seven, and I think that's what kind of holds me there is because uh, even working in the older grades with you know you just and you see the grade sevens that were there in 2019 now they're 2022 yeah so they've changed right yeah they they're now they're cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but yeah so great set I don't have there's a lot of stories to tell too many to tell too many okay but yeah it's that's why I like grade seven because there's always something sure have you ever had those days since working at the comp here where you just felt like, oh, that, that, that was not good. That was not a good day. You felt like um, maybe something you would consider a bit of a, maybe a fail as, a, as an EA. I mean, we, I have them as a teacher yeah. daily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had those, like, I've had those. And especially when COVID is, like, when we were, like, with, when we were at home with yeah. COVID, right? Okay, when we sure. were there and... What was that experience oh like? Oh my you? gosh, that was the worst experience for me. <laughs> so, because we went virtual yes. right away, and and uh, so, what was your role then as an as an EA classroom EA when we went virtual? Well, we had to do a lot of online um, certification. Okay. So, and there was a lot of stuff. Well, there was one course we had to do, and. I felt that I really needed somebody to sit right beside me because I needed that somebody to show me how I needed somebody there to show me. Yeah. And like, and you're there and you're all by yourself and you're trying to figure this out and it was very frustrating and I just left it. It sure. was, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So sure. I had to take that as a failure yeah. from COVID, right? Fair that enough. I couldn't, that just because I couldn't have somebody there to help me. Yeah. That's and, and no for an adult to feel yeah. that right. Imagine absolutely, those, and yeah. the students yeah. now like 
that are on virtual and virtual learning and needed that one-on-one -on -one or needed that extra and didn't get it yeah you know like it's just because even in school we're just we're surrounded we are surrounded by people and and uh help is you know just a tap on the shoulder away when yes. you're in the building but just to experience the isolation of COVID, yeah. especially when it was fresh, like in that March 2020 kind of right. thing. Right. And, and then to be home and then there's just nothing and you're, we're figuring out life, you I, know. I uh, felt like a failure. Like, I, you know, yeah. it, it's because you had no control over. Like, yeah, you know, that's like, a big word, just control, absolutely. Yeah, like you had, yeah. it's like, you know, a student told you something the other day and the next thing you know, I don't see you for another you come to school yeah. whenever school opens again for sure like Absolutely. it's just those things those connections that you made yeah. and those things just have to stop like yeah. yeah that was that was really hard yeah especially when students go off the radar yeah and you mm -hmm. just, it's just very out of your control that's a really yeah and that's that's a fair thing to feel that inside that lack yeah. of control and no uh totally well, well thank you for that and um was there ever a time uh, since 2019, working at the Comper, you questioned whether you wanted to keep keep going, or has this been just been an awesome, really an awesome experience for you? It's been an <laughs> it has been a very awesome experience for me hey. being there, and I, I love my job. Yeah, I love my I love what I do, but sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's so good. Like you know the it's just sometimes it's just so good yeah I don't know I don't know if uh, people say I'm talking out of my hat or but I'm comfortable yeah. I, I, I feel I question myself sometimes a lot but I'm other than that I think I'm pretty comfortable yeah. being there yeah I, I think I think the just the reality that you you do seem really comfortable and I think it's, it's some of those experiences that you've talked about um, in just how you're able to see uh especially at a grade seven level or that that more middle school level you're able to see and have a heart for those students i know you have a heart for all students but um and just to be able to exist in that grade seven world uh with and just you take it all in stride I yeah mean, that's a good that's such a good indicator that that's such a good fit particularly for you so well that's excellent um yeah, let's just, we're just going to go to, uh, mm -hmm. I know we've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, teachers that have stuck out to you and things like that, um, and got to know you a little bit more in your background a little more. I'll end with the question I usually end with, okay. which is one that I love, is what do you want people to say about you at your funeral in a hundred years from now? <laughs> at, at my funeral in a hundred years? In a hundred oh years. Oh my gosh. Maybe 110. Okay. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I just hope that they think that I brought a little bit of joy to their world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, that's, that's, I, it's I really a, it's, don't know. It's a, it's a good question. <laughs> that's a good answer. And uh, I think uh, a lot of kids would say that you're, you're bringing joy to their world or brightening their world or the fact that you're just present and, and they can sense your comfort level. You can sense that you're not you're not afraid of, of, of that world and of them and and mm -hmm. you're certainly somebody who's not afraid of what they might have going on too in their world and that that shows through with kids yeah and, uh, and I 
can be very confident saying you're making an impact with kids in that in that reality. So we are blessed to have you at NBCHS. And well, thank, uh, thank you. you for sharing your experience. Okay, we're not quite done yet. Okay. We have uh, the espresso round to go here. So okay. again, the espresso round is our quick hitters. All right. And uh, I haven't prepared you for these, but uh, give the first answer that, that comes to your mind. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we'll keep going through uh, all 10 questions here. Okay. So, favorite day of the week? Every day. <laughs> Excellent. Favorite location in the world? On my couch. On your couch? That's awesome. That's a great response. Um, nickname you had growing up? I can't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not even a mischief? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the most played band or musician on your phone? Uh, John Prine. Okay. I don't know if I've heard. What genre? What is he? He's yeah. folk. Folk? I'm pretty sure he's folk. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we may have to look him up. You don't know Johnny Prime? Are you serious? So. Okay, well we'll look at we'll talk. We'll talk. Yes. And you can you can set me straight. Here. Okay. <laughs> a favorite book you've ever read? Uh, probably Angela's Ashes. Okay. What recharges you the most? Being alone. And maybe the couch. Being alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, like just being with, with myself. Okay. Like uh are you like a journaler or uh, I'm a thinker. Okay. Okay. Favorite food? Uh, I know this is going to sound really bad, but you know what? It's platter food. Okay. So like, like that, that classic like fried yes. platter. Yes. Wings. <laughs> everything. You name it. Excellent. Uh, number one item on your bucket list. To go to the East Coast. Okay. I would love that too. That's that's, yeah. that's on my bucket list. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you could meet somebody, uh, anybody, alive or someone who's previously passed away, who would you like to meet? Uh, I'd like to meet my grandmother. Awesome. That's, that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met your grandmother? Okay. No. So this is your mom's mom? Do you know her name? Remember her name? Uh, Rosanna. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, and the last question, who would you like to see as a guest on this podcast? Oh, wow. Shauna Sturk. Okay. Yes, Very I'd like cool. to see her on this podcast. Okay, we'll see if we can make it happen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Norma, for joining us for, uh, for this. And uh, yeah, you, you, you're Thank you. blessing our school with, with who you are and uh, the experiences you've had that to the person that you are. So we just appreciate you. Thank you for, for joining us. Thank you. It's time to thank the amazing people who make MBCHS Over Coffee podcast possible. Producing, recording, technology, my friend Ryan Kabelski, the man. Podcast cover art, Miss Elizabeth Millard. Staff photographs, Mr. Mark Kachorik. And intro music, Madison Hemmerling. Catch him on Apple Music with his band, The Gladstone. Currently uh, in uh, Miss Murkowski's room in grade 7. Mrs. G's, actually. Okay, Miss G's. We're totally going to edit that out. <laughs>
<laughs> Do you want to start again? Let's start again. Let's start again. Start how again. do you say her name? How do you say it? Oh, that's right. Gorlami. Gorlami, right? That's right. Okay. Sorry, because Shauna changed you over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's See? okay. No, this is good.